0: um oh, this is a weird episode dude boy oh boy oh boys oh, this man. is the weirdest welcome episode we've had in like a long time welcome to <laughs> the brain boggle podcast with b and j <laughs> yeah i guess Wait, Wait. i guess it's b and j now yeah it's just b and j um it's just b, b and be, j today would it be b and b B. Oh yeah, that's right. There's no J. That's right. Yeah, that's the one who's no
1: missing. Yeah. There's no J. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jack's, Jack's Ghost podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jack is um I don't know where Jack is right now. There's a ch- there's a slight chance that maybe he'll wake up and join <laughs> us for this podcast. If not, it's just going to be your your bees today. Your Bobby and your your Brant. Um, yeah, it,
1: you know, if Jack never comes back, if he just like fell asleep for an infinite period of time, Then we can just call the podcast Airbnb.
0: It's just Airbnb now. And And now we're on air, you know. And we just review shitty hotels. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so if you heard our last episode, yeah, let's just kind of, I'm just going to, we're going to part the kimono for a second. We're going to, let's you guys, peek behind the curtain, if you will. Mm -hmm. Let you know like what the deal is. If Mm -hmm. you heard our episode, I guess three weeks ago now, our last one, uh our, our our good old Jay Jackie boy uh started a new job that's overnight so yes. um we were supposed to have an episode last week but unfortunately due to uh disturbed sleep cycles um <laughs> that recording never happened so we're we're doing it now and um unfortunately it unless Jack shows up at some point it mm. uh it might just be me and bobby today so yeah but you know what um, though, apologies like, in advance
1: <laughs> it's it's all
0: good it's all good. jack's got a new schedule and uh yeah it's we're figuring it out it's we're figuring it out you guys capitalism is hard we it's all need true. to work. it's true so um hey my dad did the late night right shift now. thing for like years like maybe
1: eight years and oh man i remember that was sure. like a nightmare trying to get him to do anything yes. at this time
0: Yes, you know my wife. Her a lot of her family members work second shift too. My wife, um, so his I, wife. I get it. It, yeah, his wife. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a tricky thing. So we're we're figuring it out right now. Um, we kind of went in today thinking that Jack was gonna be here, and he's not at the moment. So, but he might show up, and if he does, we welcome him with open arms, open minds. It's true. Open hearts. Open. You know, open far says ses- me know. i don't know <laughs> yeah, honestly sure. like sure. the
1: thing is uh mm-hmm. you know jack is probably going to show up i think the thing is like we we've been like doing this thing where if if jack's you know like late to the pod we'll just like wait for him we're like yeah, mm-hmm. let's get the ball rolling and we'll uh we'll do a fun little game where jack can like you know pretend he knows what we're talking about even though he doesn't
0: Uh, exactly it's good i I can't wait for him to give us his um his uh, aka intro um yes based on no knowledge of what we're talking about today because i don't even think (laughs) i mentioned it in our group chat so but anyway speaking of talking about things let's um introduce ourselves okay how how does that sound squabs let's uh let's start with jack jack you go first
1: Uh, okay. okay i am your jupiter j jack (laughs) <laughs> oh hey Jack! Thank you Jack. What's up? You're here. <laughs> What's right. up Jack? All right. I am
0: your book of secrets. B Bobby. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. I'm I'm glad you took that one because. Uh, oh, you're gonna, you do were that gonna one? take the more obvious one. Well, no, I thought was you were gonna take the more obvious one, which is uh, I am your buried treasure. Be. Oh, Brent. that one was so good. It, it was right there. It was right there for the taking, and I'm glad you didn't take it, because um, I didn't have a great backup, so. <laughs> so, 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 so... So, yeah, so we're talking about today a little something called The Secret. So, let me tell you all about the law of attraction, all right? Oh, yes! Did your life God! Soft? Well, it's your own fault, all right? Manifest that <laughs> shit, my dude. Bob Proctor. No, that's not what we're actually talking about.
1: Oh, really? Because when... When you first told me about this, like I, I remember, yeah. uh, actually, it was, it was our fan Eva, um, our, yes, one, actually, our I number was one say, be- fan.
0: Yeah, before we get too far ahead, I do have to give a big shout out to our number one fan Eva for suggesting this episode to me, mm. and now I also need to take a brief moment to apologize to Eva for if I do a terrible job with this one, because <laughs> I gotta be honest, this is not my typical type of episode. I got halfway through, you know, doing research for this and thought to myself, man, this feels like a Jack episode, mm-hmm. which makes it even more unfortunate that he's not here at the present <laughs> moment because it really does. This is like such a Jack episode that uh, it, it feels so weird for me to be doing this. I do. I got big shoes to fill. I got I got big hair and mustache to <laughs> also fill, you know, I don't know if I can quite do it. But um, yeah, so we're actually talking about something called The Secret, colon, A Treasure Hunt. So, and yeah, it's not the law of attraction squab. secret, which is what I thought it was
1: when Eva first told me about it. And we talked same. about it for, I think, maybe 20 minutes at lunch. And, and we're both thinking we're on the same page. And then like she's like, yeah, so you go and find treasure. I'm like, uh, I don't remember <laughs> that part of the manifestation. Um, yeah, although, yeah, as yeah, you yeah, guys yeah, know, yeah. I really do want to find treasure. That's like my, my life goal. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Brent, I, I want to hear about this. Tell me.
0: Yeah, so yeah, it's funny that you say that because I had basically the same experience with Eva where she told me this, to do this one and I was like, I was actually kind of worried. I was like, oh no, she's into the secret. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to like do this uh, episode and then just like shit all over the secret and be like, this is stupid. Eva, <laughs> what the fuck? But we <laughs> but know no, Eva
1: well enough now to know she's not She's not into the secret. That yeah. Secret. yeah, yeah. But there's another Yo. secret that she is yeah. into.
0: Yeah, so this secret colon a treasure hunt is um it's it's this little thing it's um this so let, 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 let me break it down for y'all um by the way um i would highly recommend for this episode that you check out um dot com and head over to our brain bloggled page because there's going to be a lot of visual elements for this one that you're probably going to look at and follow along mm. so maybe especially save this if you want to for- find the treasure Exactly. So if you want to, you know, maybe save this one, if you're in the car right now, maybe, you know, make a hard right off the highway, find yourself like a Starbucks <laughs> parking lot, bring up uh, a Podcast.com and follow along. Um, I would highly recommend that because there, there's a lot of visuals for this one. So anyway, without further ado, the secret is a treasure hunt created by one Byron Price, who was an American author publisher. Um... Who wrote this book called The Secret colon, A Treasure Hunt? Now, you might be asking yourself, you know, who cares? This dude wrote a book in the 80s. Like, wh- why is this something even worth talking about? Like, why is it interesting? Well, this is more than just your typical book.
1: It, 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 oh,
0: man, it, it, this one actually has like some interesting sort of like ARG ish elements to it. And oh, really? Um, yeah it's 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 the you may think you know you're going in like oh i'm gonna read a book and it's gonna talk about a treasure hunt but what makes this different is there is actual treasure in the world that the author and this book's creators actually hid in a multitude of different locations and the book itself serves as the guide for finding this treasure bruh a map bruh. it's a map It's basically a map. You know, it's it's some some serious, you know, it's like, you know. National treasure, dude. It's national treasure meets uncharted meets Lord of the Rings. So Mm. (laughs) it's a very interesting combo. So let's kind of dive into more of like what the book is. So the hunt involves a search for 12 treasure boxes, the clues to which were provided in a book written by Price in 1982. Again, like I mentioned, called The Secret. Uh, The book is initially presented as a fantasy novel but very quickly shifts into a real world treasure hunt. So Ooh. it's it's very interesting cuz there's basically like um it starts out when you're reading this book it seems like it's just kind of like oh you know we're reading about like these like mythical beings and stuff and whatever and like oh they came to America or something it's like okay this is just like some little fantasy story or whatever and but very quickly you come to find out that actually no there is real world treasure hidden based on the clues that are uh divulged in the book. So do they just like straight up tell you that there's like treasure is it just like chapter
1: 1 uh a fantasy. So this isn't really a fantasy. Like how does it like break the news to you?
0: I mean it starts off by saying that it's a treasure hunt but like it, the way it, there's like all this like art and they're talking about like I'll I'll kind of break into the the mythology aspects of it a little bit more in a minute but you know they're kind of like describing this story about like these creatures called the fair people which basically is just like there was mankind which is us humans and then there are the fair people which are basically pretty much like any sort of mythical creature you've ever heard of is basically (laughs) within the quote unquote fair people so you know you got your you got your gremlins you got your goblins you got your leprechauns you got your fairies your ghouls, your ghosts. Uh, I don't think they're a ghost. Um, <laughs> you Aww. got your, you got your centaurs, you know. You, you gargoyles. Know, you got all, gargoyles, you know, all, all this different <laughs> stuff. And they like describe, you know, like what regions of the world they originally came from. And you know, the middle, the the sort of like middle world or I forget what they called it in the book. You know, the old world or whatever. And But mm. at a certain point they came over to America to sort of get away from humans or mankind european mankind but anyway before we get into that um so basically once you read the whole book there's literally um a like a section at the end of the book that has like a form that's like if you find the treasure send in like this you know fill out this form and then you know send us this proof that you'll have that you found the treasure hidden and it like they'll send you um like a basically like a key to like a safety deposit box to like Go unlock and you know get these like precious gems that were that they hid as treasure or whatever but anyway my precious um, gems yeah basically um so uh, these boxes were buried at secret locations in cities across the united states and canada that symbolically represent events and peoples that played significant roles in north american history anyone who uncovered one of the treasure boxes was entitled to exchange it with price for a precious gemstone Unfortunately, though, uh, Price died in 2005 in a car accident. So oh, at wow. this point, um, his estate had to assume the responsibility for honoring the terms of the treasure hunt. Um, so it's kind of interesting. It's horrible. Yeah, it's really horrible that that, that happened to this guy. But um, yeah, so this it's kind of this. It reminds me a little bit of like a uh, I don't know if you've ever read or seen the movie for a ready player one. I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I I saw the trailer a lot. Yeah. So that doesn't really do anything for me. No, 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 not much. Honestly, probably does. It probably makes you less informed than you need to be by having (laughs) seen the trailer. Um, So basically the, the story of ready player one, I mean, it's, it's very different in that it's like, you know, a virtual reality world, but what it shares in common with this is the idea of like a creator of this game who dies Mm -hmm. And then, basically, within Ready Player One, if people can sort of, like, solve the secrets of this game, they're, like, entitled to this prize. And that is, like, they get to, like, Mm. basically, like, own the company that made the game or whatever. But in this, you just get some gems or whatever. But it's got the similar idea of, like...
1: It gives me some some vibes of, like, Spy Kids 3, maybe. Of course, of course, of course. Or or maybe even um, uh, Tron Legacy. You know, sure 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 where the yeah. dad is like dead but he's like is he trapped in the game and you gotta find him but but yeah no this is uh it's got a big prize at the end so actually yeah i kind of now this kind of makes me want to watch ready player one
0: a little yeah, bit yeah and, and then also I, I haven't actually seen the film version i read the book um yeah but anyway um the thing that's interesting about this though is the one person who knows the locations of all this treasure was byron price who is now dead so, he's the only person who knows where all the treasure is hidden. His estate doesn't know. He didn't keep any records Wait. of, like, where they were hidden besides, you know, the clues that are in the book. Um, he Wait, didn't, like, I have don't
1: re- know if you told me that's off-pod because
0: that's crazy. No, yeah, that, that that's the part that makes this really interesting to me is just the fact that, you know... There's this, this treasure hidden out of the world, and mm. literally there's no one alive who knows exactly where it is that
1: um, is frustrating as, as as hell because like there's these these treasure these maps that yep. we're going to get into, I'm sure, are like, yep. incredibly complicated to solve
0: oh some of them oh yes, All, if, if not there's um I'll, I'll skip ahead a little bit here to this part if you were there's there's 12 different um puzzles to solve in this that lead to four different possible treasures treasures um how many do you think have been solved so far if you were to wager a guess
1: mm. uh well i think it's unfortunate that i do i do think i know the answer to this
0: okay i'm okay. gonna
1: say i'm gonna say two that's my guess
0: is two so it's actually three so uh, close, but i was wrong only- only three well one of them has been solved very recently although Mm. there seems to be some debate I don't know it's weird there's like a whole community that's formed around this whole treasure hunt thing I could not find a consistent answer some people think it's only two some say it's Mm -hmm. three I don't know we'll, we'll get into it when we get there but um yeah so needless to say the majority of these have not been solved yet um yeah so <laughs> there's still a lot of these treasure chests just out in the world that have not been found yet. Do you think that anyone's like
1: found one potentially without knowing about the the secret?
0: Because I mean, if you just found a treasure chest, wouldn't you just yeah, honestly? It? And the th- yeah, and the thing is, like, there's a good chance that like someone could have found one of these without knowing what they found. Because it, yeah. you know, I I'm, I'm describing them as treasure chests, but what they are is these um. This is a very interesting book in that um, the author collaborated with a bunch of artists too. So you know, you you're, you're seeing right now in this the you know the slideshow right now, Bobby, like some of the paintings and stuff mm-hmm. that we got going on here. So he collaborated with you know painters for this, but he also collaborated with sculptors to make these uh sort of clay casks, as they call them. They're um basically they these very ornate looking sort of like pottery type square um i don't even know like what how to describe it exactly They're little cases or whatever mm. it's not like a treasure chest like you're picturing you know like wooden box that like has a latch That mm-hmm. like ooh gold the blooms <laughs> you know it's it, it they're, they're these like sort of like it looks like sort of like pottery from like an ancient civilization you know like mm. these like square boxes with like f- feet on them and sort of like a lid that pops on and off without any sort of latch and they okay. have like sort of like ornate painting on them and stuff almost um, like an an urn or like a vase yeah yeah sort. exactly so i think urn is like a good way to describe it Um, hold on, i'm just going to go back to a slide real quick so you can this is like a broken oh. one right here you can see here um Ooh, so, weird yeah it's 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 very um it's not exactly what you would expect it to be um considering when you're thinking treasure hunt you think you know treasure chests and like you know the typical sort of like a box or something but they're like buried under basically yeah they sort of like created this whole like interesting mythology around this so like their chests are supposed to look like what the sort of like you know pottery or like ceramics of the culture of the fair people would look like you know as opposed to like Mm. a human thing or whatever you know so right oh that's so so cool to get into the lore a little bit more just to kind of fill you in a little bit so in the book these creatures known as the fair people which consisted of 12 tribes sought out a new homeland which ended up being north america they originally lived in europe and northern africa but were eventually pushed out by the formation of civilizations by you know early europeans basically mm-hmm the, pe- the fair people were people of nature, you know, they lived amongst nature and could kind of sort of blend in with nature. They actually had the you know, ability to sort of hide themselves amongst nature. So like within the trees or in the mountains and stuff like that, they could sort of just blend in and humans wouldn't even notice them. But as humans, mm. I guess, you know, in, in the story of The Secret, as humans started to slowly, you know, grow and populate and build cities and stuff, it's sort of forced... The fair people to find a new home and they found it in north america
1: so it's a little different than like an onward type situation where you know mm. the, the the fairy tale creatures ended up being civilized and you know you got fairies on motorcycles sure in this case they were like mm, these humans man they're they're screwing it all up we we got to get out of here so they came to north america
0: Exactly. So they settled in, you know, mm. various regions of North America until, you know, as we all know, the fucking Europeans couldn't help themselves; just had to go around all over the place. So they eventually found their Come way to North America, and at that point, the fair people decided we're going to hide ourselves once again, but we're going to create this sort of treasure hunt as a test of humanity. Basically, mm. the idea being that. The fair people will reveal themselves to humanity if they can solve their riddles and sort of prove their worth as, you know, you know, a race of creatures and prove that you know they can sort of be among the fair people. They're worthy of being among them. So they sort of created Dude, now these I treasure just want hunts
1: this to be real. <laughs> yeah, kind of.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's just pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the fair people hid themselves in the woods, the deserts, the mountains to protect themselves, and they hid their gemstones away from humans as basically a sort of means test for them to prove their worth to the world and to the fair people. Yeah. So the book con- so the book contains twelve images and twelve verses. So we have these sort of like twelve sort of ornate paintings, um, and there's these 12 poems within the book. Now, each painting has, is linked to one of the poems, but you don't know which ones okay. are linked to which. It's up to you as the reader to figure out which paintings and which poems go together. So this is part of the puzzle solving to figure out where the locations are. So you have the paintings themselves, which have sort of hidden hints within the images themselves. And then you have the poem, which goes with it, which has a more sort of written hints as to where to look. So the rules of the treasure hunt are explained as follows. Um, Every treasure cask is buried underground at a depth no more than three feet to three and a half feet. The casks are protected by lustrous, transparent boxes and are sealed. So I guess the cask, uh, the, the ceramic cask itself was also in sort of a clear... Um, transparent box to protect it Mm, um that makes sense the following places do not hold any treasure a any life-threatening locations such as a dangerous highway embarkment a contaminated area or active railway track (laughs) b (laughs) do not try this at home (laughs) yeah so they you know They were trying to get ahead of it, you know. This isn't like a Pokemon Go situation where it's like, hey, hey, go walk off this cliff to get a Charizard or something, you know. (laughs) You know, they they did try to lay it out ahead of time, like, hey, go to the the afterlife. afterlife. Yes. (laughs) Oh man. And then uh, rule two is that, or B, um, there will not be any treasure in any cemeteries. So we're not desecrating the dead either to uh, hide weird. (laughs) (laughs) Casks with keys in them for precious gemstones. Um, C. <laughs> any public or private flower bed. I thought that one was funny. Kind of very specific. Oh, no, no public or private flower beds. Flower beds are strictly off limits. Don't even think Man. about looking there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I He must have really appreciated flowers or something. I guess so. Yeah, he's really want to make sure people are like. Hey, don't fuck around with the flowers, guys. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then, lastly, <laughs> um, rule or section D. Any property owned by the contributors to the book, their families, or friends. So basically, no one who helped create this book, um, none of their sort of homes or properties would be where any of this stuff was hidden. So, But my home could be a place, technically. Technically, it could be. And here's the thing. This was written in 1982, so everything was hidden in 1982. Mm. So, you know, I don't know what was going on at your house in 1982, but, you know, there's a distinct (laughs) possibility that uh one could be hidden somewhere there dude imagine it was like
1: digging in your backyard and you just clunk you open yeah. it up it's like what is this i know i, I, I have an idea brent <laughs> yeah let's just take the whole america mm-hmm. like the entire continent and dig three
0: to three and a half feet deep the whole yeah. thing nice and then we'll find the treasure Exactly, and then we can just level everything off. I mean, honestly, and, <laughs> you know, I'm sick of all these hills, so, like... And trees. And Ugh. trees, who needs them? Not this guy, Development. no way. Bruh. Alright, so, at this point in the podcast is where things get very visual. So, if you're not on that brain bloggled mm. right now, I highly, again, I highly, highly recommend that you head over <laughs> there, because um, we're about to get very visual here. So
1: yeah, put this oops. on pause if you're driving. like Brent said, either go off the highway or, or stop in the middle of one of our other episodes. Yeah, stop yes. in the middle of the highway, you know, while eating a bowl of cereal and just just exactly. take out your phone and check out check out some of these pictures.
0: Okay, so right now I have these listed um, in the slideshow in the order that they're presented in the book. So each one we describe is you know image one, image two, image three image four, etc. 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 <laughs> Did you Did just you it? etc. Et <laughs> um. So where to start? So image one. So for you, squab. This will be on the the left. Also, there's gonna be links. There's this one website. Um, that's called. It's called um uh the secrets dot com um which is basically this like crowd source website of all these people trying to solve these puzzles so that's where a lot of this information for this episode came from that's you if you want to go there too for some of this stuff when we actually start describing how people figured out where some of these are I would recommend looking there too it's pretty incredible how people figure these out but anyway let's talk about the images so image number one so we have what looks sort of like sort of this arch doorway shape Within And within that shape, we have what looks like sort of like an elven woman. She's got Mm -hmm. long, dark black hair. She has her arms sort of folded, where she's sort of like clasping at her wrists, like each arm is sort of crossed, and she's got her hands sort of clasped around her wrists. Mm -hmm. She's wearing this sort of what looks like, I guess you could describe maybe as like a ceremonial robe, um, with sort of like blue trim on it, and down the center of it is what looks like a dragon sort of um your classic sort of dragon shape you know kind of snaky with a looks dragon a little like Shenron. yeah yeah that, that, knows that that's Z. great yeah it's it's sort of it kind of like straddles you know your sort of classic european dragon and sort of your japanese you know chinese um cultural dragon shapes yeah it's um, like the long and windy kind of it's got the long and windy looking shape. dragon serpentine looking dragon that you would get in sort of eastern cultures but it also has sort of like the wings and like the legs that you would see sort of on a more European style dragon um to her um to the left of the image her right I guess um based on her perspective there's like a little side table on it of which is a red rose and then I'm actually having a difficult time making out the shape which is why I have my iPad here too so I can blow this image up What looks like a little stopwatch. Yeah, it's a little stopwatch that's at 6 o'clock on the dot. Behind her is this sort of mountainous looking area of which that there is a sort of gate looking shape at the very top of it. And there's also Mm -hmm. sort of what looks like a bunch of celestial bodies in the sky. Sort of like, looks like a bunch of moons basically all around the sky yeah and she is wearing sort of what looks like a glowing necklace i was gonna say a pearl necklace but it's really just like one pearl that's glowing mm-hmm. blue around the edges of it and so yeah that's basically image number one now yeah,
1: and then upon first viewing like mm-hmm. with no context, like like if i just saw this and you were like tell me where the treasure is based on this yeah i'd be like um, I don't know. It's just like a weird picture. Like I, I how can that be a map? But I'm excited to see to see some of the things people have found.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so just for uh the the listeners sake, I'm just going to let you know now. I'm not going to read all the verses. I will read the ones that are associated with the ones that are solved. If you want to read all the different verses, I again recommend Checking out the bloggle, checking out that uh, website that I mentioned earlier, all that stuff's there. Just for the sake of time, I'm just not going to read all of them, because some of them are long, and I don't want this to be a five-hour podcast. So, <laughs> let's move on to image number two. So, image number two, yeah. you know, you can very clearly see what looks like a big lion's face. You know, think your classic, you know, think Mufasa, if you will. Oh, Big, yes. classic, alpha male pride lion was main he has a very interesting sort of texture on his forehead which um yeah definitely stands out to me um next to his face as and slightly in front of it is what looks like some sort of like mask type sculpture or some sort of reminds me of sort of like a tribal mask sort of look to it it's got sort of like an alien head shape it's you know kind of oval it's got these sort of big cutouts for what would seem to be eyes, but then has a very small sort of like slit eye holes in it. And again, like very interesting sort of shapes in sort of what looks like would be like the forehead of this sort of mask. And then in front of that sort of obscuring the mask and part of the lion's face is what looks like a fairy woman. Um, She Mm -hmm. is wearing sort of like, you know, like a white sort of like loincloth, Bikini looking thing. She has dark brown, curly hair, and has her hands sort of like tucked under her chin with her elbows pointed out, like she's kind of like he sort of thing going on, you know? <laughs> so if you can imagine. Do that? Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> look at me. Um, and then she's got you know these sort of me, Cupid, me. Yeah, she's got um these kind of white, blue, and brown wings. Um, it's very much sort of like a monarch butterfly sort of uh symmetrical shape between the different wings you know like there's you know it's a sort of like a Rorschach sort of thing where you know you got like identical shapes but you know inverted on each side of the wings um in the far right corner is you know a blue gemstone and then on the left we have what looks like sort of like a branch of some form sort of like and it almost looks like pine needles but like they're very sparse and hanging from it is what looks sort of like a pear so maybe it's a pear tree I'm not positive And hanging from that sort of branch is another sort of interesting uh, face shape. Sort of looks like a little mask, but smaller. It's uh, shaped like a home plate, like baseball home plate, like a little pentagon. And then it has this sort of like interesting little face on it. It's got sort of like pointy teeth. Kind of looks like it's like, I don't know, like smiling, like... But like has its eyes closed, and he then looks it like has, he's high. Like yeah, like he basically, he's, he's like <laughs> he, he looks super high. But then he also has this like interesting shape that looks like it's shaped like four o'clock. Like if you're looking at a clock with the hands, you know, kind of looks like the hmm. shape of four o'clock or something. But I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be. Plus, there's also he's got a little star in his cheek, and he's got little red, white, and blue lines on his left cheek. Mm-hmm. So interesting 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 image to together. say the so, least yeah there's a lot going on in this particular image the last one felt a little more like it, it i don't want to say it makes sense but you look at it and you're like yeah i don't know why this just like seems right this image the second yeah. one i'm like huh i don't know what to make of this particular image just there's a lot of stuff going on in here oh and i forgot to this mention one there's just like seems a little more daisy abstract. flower yeah, it's more abstract, and also yeah, I totally forgot to mention. In the bottom left, there's a daisy flower sticking up. So mm. we got that. Now on to image three. So on image three, we got what looks like a suit of armor with its arms out, sort of like a Jesus Christ T pose. Um, it's very sort of ornate looking mm. armor. You know, it's got this sort of, uh, I don't even know what to how to describe the shape of the head. It's sort of like um. Kind of looks like a little like bowl plate that's like on top of its head and then the face of it is sort of uh almost looks like the snout of like a horse or something i don't know it's hard to hard to describe exactly what i'm looking at here again it kind of looks like yeah kinda it's 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 totally got a little bit of that going on and so it's just sort of like the torso part of this like suit of armor um with the arms splayed out it's got like a little tiny baby flail on it's like (laughs) on the left arm, or technically it's a right arm, and then there's like a little set, a key on a ring hanging from that arm also. Mm -hmm. Then there's like some little bubbles hanging around, there's some bells hanging off the right arm, the right side arm, another key hanging from that one, and then there's this tiny little like humanoid, I don't even know what kind of creature it's supposed to be, but it's like holding up a bubble with what looks like a dandelion within it. And all this is happening in front of like an archway window that has you know a night sky behind it and it's it almost looks sur- like
1: the same setting as the first image
0: yeah because the there's a lot of like circular shapes going on in the night sky um yeah and then that suit of armor is sort of perched on this pedestal and everything mm. looks like it there's a you know sort of cracks and stuff in the wall that seem to make different shapes and stuff that are kind of hard to make out, but they're there, so that's image number three. image number four is of what looks like a centaur holding sort of a goblet. he's wearing a helmet very similar shape to the the previous image just sort of like bowl type helmet that's got on top of its head um he's standing on top of what sort of to me looks like i don't know like a um Oh, what's the word for it? Like a... Not a mausoleum. Maybe a mausoleum? Uh, um, I think you're right. I think it's a mausoleum. I think it's a right? mausoleum. Like the, it's those, like... like
1: Go like, ahead. The little, like, grave houses that you find in, like, a cemetery.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. much what it looks like. And that kind of makes sense, too, because it's also got dates on it, so... Or what? I right. assume are dates. On the left, it says 1442, and on the right, it says 1881. There's a gemstone sort of at the center of the arch a lot of arches too that seems to be a pretty common theme Um, among a lot of these images there's like an arch Mm -hmm. on the mausoleum with the gemstone on it Um, there's sort of a flower shape at the bottom of that it's sort of in this like dark sort of desolate looking wooded area very foggy looking Um, Mm -hmm. there's this sort of ball with a triangle shape next to the centaur very interesting so yes definitely (laughs) on to the next images i'm gonna try to burn through these quickly so that we don't spend too much time just describing images um (laughs) because you know i I want to you gotta see these
1: for yourself too like they're they're it's hard to describe because there's just so (laughs) much detail
0: there's so much detail and they're very like ornate like bobby sort of mentioned earlier they're sort of in the this sort of they feel like almost like renaissance paintings or like they're in this style of like I don't know, like old European, you know, mm. art style. Um, I'm not an art historian, so my apologies. Um, so, image number I five. I am. Uh, no, I'm not, sorry. yes. They call me old man quillers. <laughs> <coughs> but, um, so we got <laughs> image number five, which is a, sort of like an, a gremlin-y looking elf man who is, you know, wearing sort of like... A, what looks like a leather cap with cutouts for his ears mm. he's got sort of like a big nose a big mouth pointy ears. yeah he's definitely
1: got the, the gremlin kind of goblin kind of look going on there yeah for sure he's got like
0: he's got like a green gemstone sort of hanging from his hat he's also got like what looks like a castle coming out of his head so he's yeah. got you know it looks like hogwarts sort of, a little bit yeah basically <laughs> um, and then from that, there's like this sort of like fairy-looking shape pouring water down the side of his right, uh, the right side of his head. There's um sort of like a horse, horseman type figure on the top of the castle. There's like a windmill. There's some like shapes going on in the background. Pretty interesting. Now, mm-hmm. image number six, we've got what looks like sort of like a horseman with a flag on top of this interesting looking rock formation. Um, there's flowers at the bottom of it. It looks like it's sort of on the water. You can see sort of like a palm tree in the background with like a little rock shape in the ocean or whatever body of water this is. Um, and there seems to be some sort of like bluish gemstone type thing embedded in this interesting rock shape that he is on top of. Then yeah. we got we got image number seven, which is of a grandfather clock that appears to be at uh, midnight for the time. Um, there's a hand that's holding up sort of a mask. It's very kind of I don't like looking. that mask. It's a very, it's like kind of kabuki ish, but like looks more a little soul-ish. bit like a
1: stranger.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's very creepy looking. Like Mark Twain. Um, it says the word preservation on the grandfather clock. Um Uh, I don't like that. This one this one has some creep vibes to it. And then there's like if you look very closely, it's very hard to see um in the slideshow that about Bobby, but there's like sort of like Mm. I don't know if he's in the clock itself or he's like just like an image on the clock of it looks almost like a little Peter Pan type figure sort of like floating here in this area. Oh yeah. I see him. I see him. Yeah. Kinda looks like a little Peter Pan guy in there, so yeah, and I then can the totally back- see that. He's like, Silo he almost looks like he could be like swinging from like a vine too. Yeah, basically. And then the background is sort of this like checkered background, and there's some spots in it where it gets weirdly distorted. Is that mm. important? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll find out. Mm. Um, image eight is um, this one's like very fantastical. It's we got this like sort of like gin looking man. <laughs> nice, mm-hmm. nice. Oh, uh, that's, that's sort the, of, uh,
1: the mysterious stranger. It looks just like this mask.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um so anyway, sorry. So, in Image... In, no, it's all good. In Image 8, we got... I also can't see you right now because I have the presentation up, so... <laughs> 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 I'm missing some of your visual cues here, so I'm just sorry, sorry if I'm, like, steamrolling you here. But we got... Um, no, so I, I could be doing anything right now. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> I would have literally no idea. Um, So, we got... In Image 8, what looks sort of like a djinn, I guess, or like a genie type figure, it's like this man with sort of like a hood over his face, and he's got sort of like a tornado sort of wind shape around his uh, lower half, and he appears mm-hmm. to be um, in this sort of like, on this like cobblestone or like granite stone, mm-hmm. like like road or walkway with these pillars, mm-hmm. That have different shapes on them. One of them is like a circle, maybe a globe. One of them has a camel. Another one has, I think, is a rhinoceros head. And you can see sand dunes in the far back. And there's a red gemstone on the ground in front of them. There's a star in the sky mm. that's shining brightly. Um,
1: Dude, yeah. I wonder if this was the inspiration <laughs> for uh, that Crash Bandicoot level with the mm. guy... Well, you yeah. know what I'm talking about? What are like, talking about? One, the guy's got a tornado tor- uh, tornado for legs. That's Crash Bandicoot. Two, sure. it's got the columns. It's just missing yep. the the pa- papu papu, was that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papu papu papu. The big villain and he like he slams the, the, the little cobblestones and they go wah, 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 and you gotta yeah. run around. Anyway, t- totally side railing.
0: No, no, no. I, I love it. I've been I've been just like blabbing for a while, so I appreciate the break. <laughs> um, so let's move on to image nine, which this is probably like one of the most straightforward ones of all of them. We got this again, he's sort of like I don't want to say he looks like a gremlin, he maybe looks like a little gnome or something. He looks a little bit um, like a Danny DeVito. He's got some Danny DeVito vibes going a bit, particularly the hair that's wildly hair, sticking out yeah. the side. So he's got this kind of scrunchy little face with like kind of like fluffy hair sticking out the side. He has this checkered cap on his head with, you know, like a dull looking gemstone in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. He's sort of like checkered patterns on his robe with sort of a flower shape on the left and then on the right is um I honestly don't know what to make of this particular shape. Even zoomed in, like I have on my iPad right now, I don't really know what it's supposed to be. Of kind of looks like a skull, so from the kinda. side a little bit. It's weird because it's like it looks like a skull, but it also looks like it has like a hooven leg coming out of it. You mm. know, it's got that sort of like reverse bent elbow with the hoof down here. So yeah. I, I don't really know exactly what it is I'm looking at here. He's sort of holding his hands together and this sort of interesting like he's sort of like tapping his fingertips together like mm, excellent sort of thing yeah, going on he, here he's
1: plotting some devious plots exactly it's, he's he's playing one, chess you know with yeah, the he, world and that's he's, why he's got 40, the, the checkers kind of yeah, he's playing some pattern chess over here with
0: your checkers yeah mm-hmm. king me baby so um <laughs> this, this is a very of all the images i feel like this one has the least detail to work off of so mm. I'll be very interested to see um, when we get to the part where uh, w- people, what people think this one it goes to, because basically, um, we'll we'll get there pretty soon. But the every, for basically every image at this point, there's like a suspected location, but they just haven't been found yet. Um, but anyway, continuing on, we got image ten here. This one's this one's kind of fun, a little whimsical. We got this mm. sort of humanoid looking figure again pretty much all these figures are wearing robes of some form it's sort of like a blue robe with a reddish sort of a neck piece around it sort of collar with a sort of a cloak type thing going on but it looks like they're like juggling (laughs) they got like (laughs) two red balls in their hands and then they also got a key and what looks like I don't know like a weird like scythe or like I don't know maybe even like like a golf club almost but the, it's probably not a golf club um and then i don't flower. know why but this
1: this picture just reminds me of d'angelo vickers i don't know yeah why. a little it's bit just giving me d'angelo
0: yeah. vickers vibes stay with me stay with me phyllis stay with me phyllis, <laughs> stay with me, phyllis. <laughs> 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 uh, probably like the best part of like later season office. Oh, later. absolutely! Later era office is D'Angelo Vickers doing the fucking <laughs> fake juggling <laughs> to Evan Evanescence's "Wake Me Up"? So Whoa. funny! I never touch another man's equipment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so wake yeah. Me so this
1: the spin. Wake me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So oh, anyway. he's just like. This guy, this, this figure, this, they're, and they're also a little bit sort of um, ambiguous in their gender. I couldn't tell you if this is a man or a woman. Maybe they're, uh, you know, um, uh, non-binary, I don't know. But, uh, you know, so we got them, they're juggling this weird stuff. One of them looks like a blue gem. And then there's this sort of like mysterious mountain range in the back that looks like it has sort of like buildings on the top of it. It's very foggy. Yeah. looking yeah, they, once look- again this looks like hogwarts as well yes it's again they all this stuff is very fantasy inspired very you know mm. hairy there's a lot of harry potter ish stuff you can take out of it so image yeah. 11 we got this woman who is holding mm. a chest that's being opened and it's got glowing blue light coming out of it Uh, to her right is another little fairy person holding a green gemstone Mm. she's surrounded by a number of different globes by her uh, right side she's got what looks like a falcon just kind of chilling out to her left there's some bubbles floating around I've got this like circular window behind her that has again a star and another sort of moon-like celestial body shape it mm-hmm. kind like of looks like it could
1: be like an airplane window or, or something. Or like a submarine a or a boat submarine? or something.
0: Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's that one. And then she's also got this very sort of like ornate shapes and stuff sort of like on the bottom part of her dress on her torso. You can see here they almost look like sort of like flower, like vines, um, like yeah. thorny vines sort of shape. And then the last image, image number 12, this one is in the same sort of format as the first one where it's got sort of like the arch doorway shape to it. We got sort of this angelic looking figure who's floating from the ocean up. She's wearing sort of mm-hmm. like this you know, angelic white robe, dark black brown hair. Again, just looks like she's levitating out of the water. and But behind her head is this sort of like, it almost looks like a stained glass window sort of shape. Um, and there's like a, a bird of some form flying past. I was going to say sort of like a seagull, but it's got almost like a bird of prey type beak going on in that sort of stained glass window. You see, um, another clock that is, um, 11 o'clock that's on the bottom, right? You got what looks like sort of, um, you could either interpret it as sort of like, you know, like St. You know, like the St. Basil's sort of cathedral in Russia the sort of, like, onion-shaped dome buildings, or you could, you know, sort of see it as, you know, like a Dome of the Rock, um, sort of Middle Eastern building shape. I think it maybe resembles more sort of, like, a Russian cathedral shape, but uh, that's just me. And then next to that is just, like, what is, like, a little rectangular shape, and then some sort of, like, stained glassy-looking colored shapes from there. And she's holding some sort of flower in her hand and again we got her, like a blue gemstone too like right underneath her it, in the smaller image kind of looks like there's another water drop but when you look up close it's actually a blue gemstone so mm. Mm, those are our puzzles yes those are our puzzles now we're going to actually talk about the ones that have been solved so oh this is where it gets real cool this is where it gets cool So, interestingly enough, the very first puzzle that was solved was solved a year after the book came out. So, we have image number five, which is our sort of gremlin-faced guy with a castle on his head. And that one matches up to verse 12 in the book. And I'm actually going to read that verse now so that you have it in your mind as we explain how they solved it. So, verse 12, where M and B are set in stone, and to Congress, R is known. L sits, and left beyond his shoulder, is the Fair Folk's treasure holder. To end, of 10 by 13, is your clue. Fence and fixture, central too. For finding jewel casks, seek the sounds, of rumble, brush, and music hush so that's mm. the verse that's associated with this particular image now upon hearing that and looking at this image my first thought is i, I just don't see any connection between the two yeah whatsoever.
1: how the heck i mean i guess shoulder like but i don't know like there's a lot of other shoulders in the other pictures
0: yeah so the cask for image 5, verse 12, uh was buried and found in Grant Park, Chicago, Illinois, in 1983. The three teenagers who solved the puzzle and found the cask were Eric Gassiorowski, sorry if I butchered your name, Bob Rorbell, and J- David James. The write up provided by Garyus Rowski is one of the best explanations of how they put it all together and dug up the casks. In the solution, the outline of Illinois um, and a few well-known lag marks get us to Chicago. So, in this particular image, you can see here, Bobby, um, this is, um, I'm sort of highlighting here, this is a shape of Illinois, right? If you look Mm -hmm. in this image here, on the left there's an inverted shape of illinois as you can mm. see detailed over here in the description of how they figured out it was illinois but it's not um, obvious like if you're it's not, not looking obvious for it. it's not obvious and it's not exact either but you know so it's inverted in the actual image itself and the shape is not like perfectly like illinois it's close but it's not like exactly the same yeah but then we also have several landmarks that could be attributed to Chicago. For example, we have this sort of windmill tower, which if you look here, um, is very similar shape to the Chicago water tower. It's got the blue cap at the top. It's got the similar shape. Um, it's got sort of like these sort of like cross-shaped windows that are very similar to that that's in the image here that you can see up in the top right. Mm hmm then we also have sort of this greenish blue figure pouring water which appears to be based on the sculpture called the Fountain of the Great Lakes. So you know you can see here this sort of like angel fairy pouring water. It's very similar to a statue in Chicago of this you know, green man who's pouring water out into like a fountain um great so we've got you know
1: three things that tell us it's mm-hmm. in chicago yeah but how the heck did they get the exact location of the treasure based yeah. on just so oh it's in chicago
0: <laughs> yeah an image of a bowman in a reference to l um which they interpreted as being for abraham lincoln gets us to grant park so there's this uh statue of uh abraham lincoln that's in grant park chicago so in the verse um there's a mention of l sits left beyond his shoulders um so basically so the treasure being left of where the abraham lincoln statue is beyond his shoulder is like the direction to head into and Mm -hmm. then after you do that um at the end of 10 by 13 your clue is a fence and fixture so, man, it, it, this is crazy. So, two intersecting lines of trees pinpointed the spot, and a distinct uh, fence fixture beyond that proved uh, exactly where it was. So, basically, what happened was they looked at, like, a map of Chicago. They looked at where the statue was. They figured out where these, like, cross lines were. Um, I, I, You know, I, I'm actually going to bring up the website itself now so that we can Mm. actually look at some of this stuff more because i didn't put all of it in my slideshow just because i wanted you to be able to see everything um dude these kids are crazy smart like how the heck did they
1: figure this out it's it's pretty ridiculous so um we gotta find them and then get the dream team back together so we can find some more treasure
0: yeah it's Insane that these kids were able to figure this out. Like and so quickly too after the book came out, which is like pretty amazing in its own right. Um yeah. so I mean, as you're seeing me scroll through here, Bobby, you're just seeing like all these things like, oh, we circled this shape, and that's like this. This thing is like the chimney on that, you know. You got your art you got this little circular shape, that's like this one down here, you know. How do they do
1: this without the internet? You know what I mean? Like I could understand yeah. like if you have the internet, you can, like, look these things up on Google Maps and not actually go to the place. But right. they did this, like, before that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, so, the like, fixture. you get
0: the, sh- the shape of the fixture. It's hidden in the painting itself. And then we have a picture here of the actual fixture itself. It's, like, pretty identical to what's in the painting. Um, and then, like, they figured out hints for longitude and latitude based on the shape of the windmill. Like you, you mm. can see these numbers here, like eight seven eight eight two four eight eight seven eight. You know, like so. This is like help wow. them sort of narrow down the latitude and longitude of How the exact location. How would they location. even know
1: that that was not just like them making things up, though? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's so so intense. There's, I just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through like all the different ways they figured it out, but um, it's just. I don't even know how to really explain exactly how they found it. It's like so incredible. Like they use the shape of the warts on the gremlin's face, like help. Like the uh, the, the pattern of warts on the ind- the the individual's face might be a map of some kind. Uh, the cask yeah. was found in a found in a area of Grant Park where the trees are planted in. The straight rows and columns, like similar mm-hmm. to the shape of the warts, you get like the straight line of warts and then one that's like above. So they basically are like, oh well, these My trees gosh. are like in like the same shape of like these <sighs> warts on the thing's face.
1: But that could be anything in the freaking painting. That's crazy. Dude. Yeah.
0: It's I like how if you keep
1: scrolling down, there's this whole section about Dobby.
0: <laughs> yeah the Dobby thing harry potter
1: <laughs> yeah do yet yeah i scroll i'm i scrolled to the bottom like mm. right before the comments it's just like this little dobby section where because i guess this is like a house elf basically yeah so yeah guy.
0: it's gotcha that's sort of like what it's based on they call them the brownies i guess and um mm. and uh the, the book or whatever you know which is Maybe a problematic name for them. I was I gonna know. say it doesn't sound like a great name. <laughs> doesn't sound like the best name, not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't know if I love that so yeah, much. It,
1: I don't I don't <laughs> like that name for a house slave, like
0: Yeah, would, not great. That's not, pretty bad. Pretty bad. But let's move on to the next one that has been solved, which is image four, which is associated with verse four. So, Mm. let me go ahead and read verse Is that the one with the
1: centaur? Yes. That's our
0: centaur one right here. So, let me go ahead and read Mm. that verse for you. So, beneath two countries as the road curves, in a rectangular plot beneath the tenth stone, from right to left, beneath the ninth row from the top, of the wall Mm. including small bricks, seven steps up you can hop. From the bottom level Socrates, Pindar, Apelles, free speech couplet, Birch. To find Cask's destination, seek the columns for the search. Mm. So, let's dive into how they solved this one. So, I am jumping around my notes so much. So, here's the interesting thing. (laughs) This one... Was solved... So the first one was solved in 1983, right? Let me just have you wager a guess. When do you think... This is the second one that was solved. When do you think it was Mm. solved?
1: Uh, I'm going to guess the 90s,
0: 95. 2004? What? So almost 20 years later is when someone finally figured out the second one. Now... Part of this is that the book never really took off in its time. Like it was not like super popular. There was actually supposed to be a sequel to this. Basically, the idea being that like when everyone found all the treasure, they were gonna do another one, and that they were gonna like incorporate like all the treasure finders like into the next story or whatever because they were Uh. gonna be like the the people who like you know made this prove their worth to the fair people. There was gonna be a whole sequel and everything. Dude,
1: that sounds so cool.
0: it really is a shame that this didn't, like, was not written and, like, produced and arranged now with the age of the yeah. internet. Because now we have, you know, all these people sort of, cra- you can crowdsource this information. We have this, like, amazing website with all this work that people have done trying to mm. solve these puzzles. And had it happened, you know, at the time when this was written, you know, we might have been able to uh, find all of these. <laughs> but yeah. now there's so much time has passed so many things have changed since they were hidden um, yep. as we're going to talk about later, things have gotten torn down and as we're going to talk about with the next one that was solved not this one but the next one some of these things were literally about to be covered over <laughs> wow. like where they were hidden so like they may have never been found so some of these that have never been found may never be found because they've just been covered by buildings or like you know, cement, you know? They're so mm-hmm. it's just, like, crazy the the fact that, like, some of the stuff has just been probably lost to time now, unfortunately. But so yeah. here we have verse 4, image 4. So some things that we can make out. So one thing that seems to be very common in these is that you can find the shapes of the states that they seem to be hidden in. So as you can see, yeah, Um we got the shape of Ohio sort of hidden. Um... Uh, where is it actually on this guy? Um, hard to tell in the image, but basically on the sort of mausoleum shape itself, um, you yeah. can see that there's sort of like this sort of crack ridge shape that's shaped very similar to uh, the state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, in case I didn't say it already, uh, basically this one was found in Cleveland, Ohio, by um one Andy Abrams in 2004. Um other things we have here that um, point towards Cleveland, Ohio. the 1442 and 1881 dates. Um, these are sort of could be potential hints for the longitude and latitude of the mm. specific place. Yeah, so you could sort of find a way to like make these numbers into the longitude and latitude for Cleveland, Ohio, specifically by sort of rearranging some of the numbers around. Um, That's crazy complicated. Yeah, like, these puzzles are, like, not simple at all. No, it's it's like, oh, what if
1: we did this random thing with this random part of it and just guessed and hoped that it was right?
0: Like, what? I know. And, like, so much of it, too, is that, you know, you have to be able to figure out, based on a poem and stuff in the image, like, what it could possibly be. But also, like, you kind of have to know some of the lore, too. Like, each of these, like, creatures that are in the paintings are from like different parts of the world and have different gemstones and that also sort of informs like where they were hidden so it's like oh you know like the last one had a green gemstone and it had sort of like the creature was from supposed to be sort of like a celtic irish sort of creature so Mm. we're like okay well what are places in north america that have like large irish populations and so you know you Mm. could say you're you're boston you've got philadelphia you got chicago and it's like okay well chicago could work because of these reasons you know so it's like there's so many different aspects of it that you know go together it's it's crazy um Mm. yeah so like to the point where like i this this is why i was worried about doing this episode because i'm like. These things are so complex, I don't even really know how to explain them to, like, people. I know. So, several of the clues, um, that would presumably get us to Cleveland are still unsolved, but the visual references to the Greek cultural garden are very clear and unambiguous. So, um, we got the Cleveland cultural garden, which is here. Um, so, there you can find, um this helmet, a U.S. Army Doughboy World War One helmet, which is very similar to that of which the centaur is wearing. This is located in uh, like I said, the uh, Cleveland Cultural Gardens. But um, dude,
1: like this is what I don't get. It's 2004 yeah. and you're like, you buy this book and you're like, oh, yeah. Like that helmet, that's that, mm-hmm. that one helmet that's in <clears> the one place in the museum yeah. near the, like what? Dude, like you have to already know these places, or otherwise you're visiting every corner of the earth to
0: find it. Exactly. I mean, oh, yeah. I I feel like they didn't. Good old Byron Price didn't realize how complex he was making these damn puzzles. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So Before he was we, like and really we, smart. <laughs> yeah. So oh man, it's just. It, yeah, you really should just go check out if you if you're at all interested in what I'm talking about right now just please go visit uh thesecret.pbworks.com and like actually well, go through this stuff. The thing you know, is like, like I <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was just I was just going to go into some other things like there's this fountain that's located in the park that's the same shape as the goblet that the uh centaur's holding and it sort of gives off this aura of like water coming out of the goblet and you know the fountain mm-hmm. obviously has water spewing out of it so um anyway you're gonna say bobby
1: i was gonna say i was very interested in in trying to be the next person to solve the puzzle yeah like before we started and as i'm like digging through like some of the like the hints i'm like this is way beyond my pay grade like yeah, yeah. this is so much more complicated than national treasure like what, so you guys don't just take some lemon juice and put it on the back of a, the the what
0: call it the constitution the con- or constitution the, 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 or whatever the Declaration of Independence I
1: think yeah whatever it's called the Declaration of Independence I'm like I thought it was gonna be like that easy but oh my god this is like, like it's like I don't even know the shape of my town let alone like a river in like California I, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's. I wonder it's, if an AI could solve this. Yeah, but the thing that's cool about this to me, though, again, just to kind of go back to sort of like the ARG aspect of it now, is that mm-hmm. if this like happened now, like this would be like an an excuse me, an amazing ARG because yeah, it's so complex that you almost like have to crowd sort of source this and have like a like internet community trying to figure out the meaning of these puzzles because they're so complex and you literally have the the expanse of north america to go through to try to figure out these exact locations now they tried to pick places with historical significance you know Mm -hmm. so like the first one was in this like park this specific park in chicago that had you know associations with the abraham lincoln this one um is you know pretty famous park in cleveland's Uh, Mm um the greek gardens are associated with you know the centaur sort of sort of you know associated with like greek mythology there's mentions of greek philosophers socrates Pindar, apelles apelles excuse me um you know so like there's the columns like it's all very sort of like greek gratian based and so Mm -hmm. all the hints sort of point to that sort of thing and then it just so turns out that cleveland's the longitude and latitude hidden within the numbers and the painting correspond with cleveland which happens to have you know this like cultural center that features a lot of greek uh culture stuff so it's just it's crazy
1: it is crazy like it's boggling my brain like it's you you were telling me how in depth this is before we started and i was like yeah. it'll be fine like don't yeah. worry about it but now i'm like looking i'm like holy crap there's a lot to digest here
0: there's so much like to the point where like this podcast is getting long and i'm like i don't even know like what to keep going over so let me go dude quickly there's just so much yeah so let let me quickly go over the last one that's been discovered though if you go to this particular website they do not categorize this one as being solved which is interesting Hmm. i don't know if it's just a matter of this website just hasn't been updated in a long time um, I know right. there's been some controversy like there was you know um, Discovery Unknown like a show that was like com- they like did an episode about this and they're like oh we know mm-hmm. the location of this one that's hidden in Fort Lauderdale Florida or whatever um, mm-hmm. maybe it's not Fort, Fort Lauderdale it's somewhere in Florida and they, like, they go like oh we we know exactly where it is and they go and dig and they can't find it or whatever so like mm-hmm. there's there's been some sort of controversy people saying like they've f- figured out where stuff is but haven't actually found it um mm-hmm. But this one in particular there there was a new story i mean uh as you see in the slideshow it looks like they found a cask and they they gut they say the people with the family who found it says claims they received the gemstone from the estate which here is this blue mm-hmm. one which is you know although you know it looks this gemstone looks blue here but in the painting it looks green, green and i'm pretty yeah, sure like, That are you're supposed to win for each one are supposed to be the same as the ones in the picture, so that you know maybe is sus. I don't know, Mm, but anyway, I don't know, dude. I think I think that the people that think it's
1: this is a fraud, I agree because I don't know, dude. This one, wait. So where was this one found?
0: So this one was found in uh, Lagoni Park in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, of all places. So
1: okay because yeah i was gonna say there's a lot of like like people are saying like the triangles or like the seat C- the go sign mm-hmm. you know and it's like oh this one's like a boston one interesting which if you yeah. didn't know we live near boston yeah we're, we're
0: we're new england boys um but yeah so originally a lot of people suspected like somewhere around fenway park was a potential location but this park i guess is mm. not really that close to there It um but anyway mm. So, this one was discovered in 2019. So, now we're wow. talking like so another... Very like very recent. Very recent, but also another like 15 years after the last one was found. So, huge gaps of time in between when ones were found. And again, just want to put it out there. There is some debate as to whether or not this one is legitimate or not, <gasps> it seems like. Oh my God, dude. Um, we got to go find it, Brent. So, this is the one where... Um, There was literally a construction crew that was about to basically, like, like, dig up the area and, like, pave over it in this park. As you do in Boston. Before um, (laughs) they, like, discovered... Yeah, exactly. Which is, I guess, why, like, the cask itself is, like, broken in the picture. Because um, they were literally, like, digging the thing out. And the people, like, the family... It was literally, like, a father and his, like, kids who, like, figured it out. And, like, they were like, No, don't! You're about to destroy this, like, really cool thing or whatever so mm. it's it's very interesting um so this one in particular um they say the face of the woman in it is actually very resemblant of the uh christopher columbus uh waterfront park statue in the north mm-hmm. end um i can see it somewhat you know yeah yeah i can see it there's similarities there for sure um I'm pretty sure that then, statue got def- defaced this year, didn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, As it should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think we can move past the whole Christopher Columbus thing at this point in time. I think, <laughs> I think there are better things that could be holidays, say, like, Election Day. I don't know. Maybe give everyone that one <laughs> off instead of Columbus Day. I don't know. Just a thought. A- um, agreed. <laughs> but then we got this, like, shape that's um in the painting here uh, that is very similar to... um. I guess, sort of the north ends, a little Italy area, yep. you know, you can see here, these sort of, like, the waterfront that you can see in Charlestown Navy Yard, um, it's very similar to this area mm. here. Um, so, it's a bit of have, a stretch, I will say. It's a bit of a stretch, but... A, a little bit. I mean, I can see there's there's similarities. The thing with a mm-hmm. lot of these, though, is that it, you kind, they, a lot of them are kind of stretches, you know, but it turns out some of them have been yeah. right, so it's like, you, you, they take they did definitely the artists who did this t- took some creative license to try to obscure it as much as possible yeah. to the point where it almost like you look at it, and you're like is that really that i don't know maybe mm-hmm. like i guess it could be that you know like it's a like, lot well, of these there's the treasure. <laughs> yeah yeah and then you know the woman in the picture is holding this sort of like a little box and the, i guess the shapes the sort of castle-like shapes in the box are very similar to the Boston University castle. Again, mm-hmm. like, I can sort of see it, but aspects of it don't really match up at the same time, you know? <coughs> well, what's like crazy to me
1: is, like, it's, it's very close, but I feel like, depending on the angle, you could line mm-hmm. up those shapes with, like, so many different things. Sure. It's know? such,
0: like, a classical castle shape. That's, like, why mm-hmm. specifically the Boston University castle, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, then we have, you know, the fairy that's holding the gemstone is mm. similar to uh, this painting called Faith, uh, which is made by a Boston artist named J.S. Copley. You know, I mean, again, it's like, yeah, I guess. A can woman sort of at see an, it. an angle, like, what? Yeah, but it's like there's a lot of things that are dissimilar too, though. Like, you know, mm. her hair in the painting is like blonde or white, whereas the. is brunette um Mm. she's just kind of generally holding this sort of cup in the same direction it's like a lot of them are just they feel like stretches you know but i don't know Mm.
1: dude i i'm gonna go ahead and and this is this is a hot take here okay i think that this was a fraud this one
0: because the first
1: two seemed very like when it showed, like, the fence fixture,
0: that was, like, yeah. a dead copy that of the, one's of so, the like, fence fixture. Yeah, wow, Maybe you guys really fucking nailed it on that one. Yep, that's that's almost, exactly what that is. Yeah, like, almost all of these
1: ones are stretches to me. Even, like, if you scroll down and you see, like, the panel on the woman's dress and how that lines yeah. up with, like, a pattern, it mm-hmm. doesn't really... It's not close enough, I feel like, for it yeah, to be... Yeah, like, they're
0: similar, but there's s- enough that's unique to the painting from the thing that's supposed to match up to that's like i don't know you know it's like Mm. yeah okay there's a general shape that like i can sort of see but like yeah it's 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 tough
1: so yeah yeah, this one this one mm. is
0: interesting um and again like these have so much so it's like
1: I think it's just exactly? wishful thinking for me, because I'm like, yeah. I really want it to not be found so I can go find it, but I'm exactly. also not not going to.
0: Ugh. It's crazy. Very true. Dude. So let's talk about some of the ones that have not been found, but where they've been su- where people suspect they might be. So image mm. number one, that very first one I showed you there, a squab of like this sort of like elven looking woman. People Mm -hmm. believe to be in San Francisco. And I'm just going to include a couple of the hints. Because again, go check out that website because people have done a lot of legwork. But some things Mm -hmm. that you can see in the image, um, there's a rock shape that is uh, vaguely similar to Ronald Reagan, who is from San Francisco. I can see that. I can see that. Oh, yeah. Also, there is... um, You got this sort of shape here that sort of vaguely resembles uh uh trolley like the famous trolley cars um mm-hmm. in San Francisco one day I didn't include here but um maybe if we go back real quick uh that I remember now um this sort of gate like shape in the background apparently is very yep. similar shaped to Alcatraz which famously mm. is um off the coast of San Francisco otherwise known as the rock um so yeah so people believe that image one is associated with san francisco now this one interestingly people think they've found the exact location of it but unfortunately um a sort of um wheelchair ramp access was built over uh cemented over where they think it exactly is and they can't get to it now
1: yeah. Right, and you don't wanna, you know, you know, get
0: take access away from people. Right, but also like you can't just like roll up with your, your home jackhammer and just be like, All right, let's get <laughs> to work, boys. You
1: know? <laughs>
0: uh meanwhile there's a line of people like with uh, (laughs) trying to trying to get to like i don't know or wherever this i don't even know exactly where this this wheelchair ramp access is going to but um it is basically um now obstructing where they think the exact location of this particular cask is i mean listen this is interesting because uh the cliffs
1: they do look similar to the types of rock formations you'd see there and uh, on the shape of the rock that's supposed to look like alcatraz you got like a little jail cell yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, totally. Um, you get so, the Bobby seal of approval.
0: Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I think I think they definitely nailed the location for sure. Like generally, as San Francisco, I I totally think they're right on that one. So mm-hmm. next one um, is believed to be in uh, I believe Charleston, South Carolina, or um, okay. Hold on. Uh, uh, Skip too far in my notes so let's see second image yeah charleston south carolina so mm-hmm. some things that we got going on here in that sort of like um skull mask shape sort of thing you can actually see a pretty distinct shape oh uh, if you yeah. look at this map here um, it looks almost identical to this sort of like peninsula type area that charleston is actually located in like like to a T like it is like yeah that's not a stretch that one's not a stretch like some of like the other ones we were looking at like the like north end sort of like naval like dock harbor or whatever like Mm -hmm. this one like looks identical to the shape of uh
1: yeah you even got like drum island there off the coast like yeah no that's that's
0: accurate exactly the shape um then you know you also got this sort of like the bend in the pine branch near the pear could represent uh the bend of r- apparently Route Seven Hundred Three, um, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that one's interesting, but I mean yeah. the 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 map in the 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 skull or mask itself is like pretty spot on. I mean that's enough yeah. to convince me right there that like they, they have the right city for sure. Um, yeah, as definitely. far as tracking down the exact location, you know that's that's harder to say. Um, mm-hmm. so then we got uh image number three. Which is believed mm-hmm. to be Roanoke, Virginia. So, okay. First of all, I want to do an episode on the Roanoke Colony at some point. Um, but aside oh, from yes. that, um, jot that down. It's on the list, baby. So you can see here, we got this shape here that's very similar to this little island here, sort of like where the Roanoke sort of colony was. Again, the yep. shape is like pretty on point. So that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty it's good. It's pretty pretty hard to miss um as far as that goes um yeah uh, i'm sorry if i'm but kind of just burning through these here because the episode is getting a little long in the tooth so i'm trying to kind of just wrap yeah it up that's all good just to kind honestly like so
1: this is more one of those things where it's more interesting probably to like scroll through it yourself anyway like it's yeah there's
0: so much to look at so image six we had like that sort of knight looking character horse rider on top of the, the the rocky structure um if you look at sort of the shape that's sort of created by in the rock and the sky in the water looks like florida um mm. we the guy on the rock kind of looks a lot like a conquistador which was you mm. know which cortez famously you know landed in florida is conquistadors mm-hmm. um so that, oh, this again, is definitely got to florida. Gotta be like saint augustine dude yeah i know it's exactly where they think it is this is the one that had that uh look at me i'm unknown. figuring it out yeah, see, this is that one that had that, see, maybe you don't know what, you know what, Bobby, maybe you could solve one, listen. like Actually, don't, I think don't you said it earlier short. in the episode.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure well, you actually said, just I said I it said earlier. Fort,
0: I think I said Fort Lauderdale. So <laughs> oh, I, you I was did off.
1: say Fort Lauderdale.
0: Yeah, mm. so it's actually St. Augustine, because then there's famously actually a, um sort of a park there that's like dedicated to Cortez and like all that and that's where mm. that this discovery unknown episode like was there with the treasure hunter guys where they thought they they knew the exact tree where it was buried under and it ended up not being there but um mm. a lot of the clues do point to saint augustine though um next we got oh, yeah, interesting. image seven which was um the one with the mask being held up the kind of creepy looking mask the mysterious book- stranger Yep, that, that one they believe is possibly in New Orleans. Um, again, I, I'm going to kind of just kind of burn through these real quick so we kind of mm. can get s- just kind of wrap things up here. Image 8, mm. which was of the sort of Gin Genie Man, um, they believe is in Houston, Texas. Um, we can mm. see some shapes here that are similar to sort of like the orb on the column shape. Um, we got Image 9, which they believe is in Montreal, Canada, Oh, okay. So I can actually see what this uh, shape. Before we were trying to figure out what the hell this is. It looks like sort of like mm-hmm. a gargoyle that's like almost like eating like a leg, like a horse. Oh uh, yeah. Or Dude, a I told you there was gargoyles in this. Yeah, I told you. I knew. So it. apparently, apparently, there's statues in Montreal that are like that exact same shape. So like, yeah, that sounds like it's probably about right. Then we also got this sort of building here, this like interesting shaped building, which you can see mm. uh, down here. So, Montreal yep. seems like a likely location for that one. Uh, we got image 10, which was of sort of the juggling, um, ambiguous D'Angelo humanoid Vickers. person. Yeah, D'Angelo Vickers juggling. Um, they point to Milwaukee. So, we got these buildings here that look similar. We got the sculpture oh, yeah, can, that. Yep. Look at that. Yep. Yeah, we got these sculptures that are similar. And then we got image 12, which is believed to be New York City. You've got, you know, the angelic figure looks similar to the Statue of Liberty. The faces are pretty similar. Oh, yeah, similar. It does. Wow. Um, you've got these other sculptures that are similar to, like, the sort of, like, eagle-like bird thing that was flying mm-hmm. in the thing. They're very, very distinct sort of, like, beak eye shape um, mm-hmm. that is shared by them. So, yeah, so those are, like, the suspected locations Mm. of the rest of them, but they have not actually been found yet, unfortunately. Dude,
1: half the work's already done for everybody. Let's go. Let's bring... Come on, Bogglers.
0: Let's solve this puzzle. Yeah, so it's crazy to me. Like, there's a few things... (coughs) Excuse me. I just unplugged my headphones. There's a few things that are crazy (laughs) to me about this. One, that the author of the book never, like, wrote down anywhere where any of these were actually located. So yeah. the fact that it's been just I know like, like, lost like even time, in like a
1: secret like box or something somewhere that, like
0: like <laughs> another safety deposit to the officer, like just in case I die in a free car accident, you, someone else can <laughs> know the exact locations of where I hid these things. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also on top of that, um, well, let me uh, unshare the screen now. We don't need it anymore. Bye bye. Um, the other thing that's just like kind of amazing to me. To me about all this is just the fact that with all these resources we have now Mm -hmm. we've gone people seem to have gone so close to narrowing down where it is and yet we still can't find them like yeah i wonder if it's just one of those (laughs) things where like time is just
1: not helping you know like the fact that things are changing constantly and and yeah
0: this is so old now you know know. it's just kind of sad yeah it's kind of sad like I, I I honestly think that like there's a good chance that like most of these will never be found which is just like <sighs> so sad but like also just crazy to think that just like one day this like freaking random like kind of unknown fantasy author is like hey what if we just like made this crazy treasure hunt and like you know bought a bunch of precious gemstones and then like mm-hmm. <laughs> would give them to people if they could figure these freaking things out and it's just like
1: yeah it kind of so makes me want to do my own treasure hunt. Like, my, like, honestly. I want to, like, make a new one and yeah. be like, Internet, everybody, like, figure it out. But it right. would get solved much faster, I think, you know?
0: Right. And just, like, the, the amount of collaborative work that went into, like, making these puzzles, you know, between – yeah, you had painters involved. You had writers mm-hmm. writing these – Poems that like corresponded with the paintings and like figuring out how to create the hints and hide them within these paintings of just like weird mythical creatures. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, if you line up the warts on this freaking gremlin's face, it like makes (laughs) the shape of this like particular like walkway that goes through this park in freaking Chicago. That's, but then also it corresponds to a poem that's like, oh, well, if you like look over the shoulder of L, which stands for Abraham Lincoln (laughs) in this particular park. You'll see these trees or whatever that are in the shape of the thing, and you'll see this fixture that's this sh- this very specific shit. It's like, my god, Dude, the amount of work uh, that I've had to go into creating this sort of thing is just amazing to me.
1: Oh, it is amazing, it, and I think to to me the thing that piques my interest the most mm-hmm. of this is the story behind it of the humans becoming worthy afterwards. Yeah. Like, I want. I want to believe that this was actually put on earth by the the fair creatures or whatever they were called. Yeah, the fair people. And the fair people. I want to believe that. And I want to find the puzzles so that we can see if they're actually real. Like, is this a real test? Even though I know it's yeah. not. That would be so, so much cooler.
0: Yeah. But
1: yeah, money's no, cool it's, too. It's a-
0: yeah, and, yeah, and some you know a precious gemstone that could be worth a couple thousand bucks is kind of neat too, but yeah. um, you know, but I mean the, the 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 I I do like the just like imagining you know sort of like that they took the time to sort of create this lore that goes with it that like makes it kind of like feel like ooh we're on a little venture mm-hmm. here, it's not just like hey let's let's get rich man get make some yeah money. Yo. yeah it's like look it's, to a- your
1: right and you it, fill yourself with fright. If you look above, you shall see the glove. And under the glove yeah. is a piece of love. It's like, oh, that's the stuff I, I want. I want yeah. scavenger hunts with rhymes and riddles and creatures and critters and goblins, ghouls, it, gremlins,
0: everything. It's, just cool. it's cool to see this sort of like ARG predecessor sort of thing, you know, because like. Yeah, it really feels like, you know, it's kind of like this was in a lot of ways kind of sort of set the stage for that sort of thing. This sort of like it's the grandfather
1: you know, of ARGs.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, you think you're just like reading some, you know, fantasy story and it turns out you're actually embarking on a real treasure hunt. And like, oh, shit. There's like a real world stuff going on that we need to figure out within this like fantasy story mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just I don't know. I just Aww. think it's really neat. And um, yeah, yeah. I wish it's I had cool the medium. kind of minds that could solve this sort of shit, but as you could tell, probably tell from me trying to explain it to you, uh, <laughs> I do not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. These either. are not the and kind of it's, things it's that I can really. Yeah, these are not the kind of things I can solve. You know, you know, the craziness of like a QAnon conspiracy, I can figure that out, but you know, um, you know, where, how many paces to the right to go from, you know, the mulberry bush to find you start digging for a freaking like elaborate gremlin cask you know that's just yeah not my wheelhouse too much. i guess
1: well but, I, I mean one of the, f- the the crazy things is like okay you've got four did you got eight digits and mm-hmm. within these eight digits somehow is the latitude and longitude of ohio- of cleveland ohio and it's like yeah eight digits that could be like the whole world of long- like that's there's a lot of different ways you could rearrange that so it could be anywhere in the world
0: i don't right. know how they're now,
1: figuring out the right places like
0: right i mean the thing that I, does help a little bit is that knowing that it was all contained in north america so canada and america so it has to fit somewhere true. within canada and america so that helps isolate things a bit not, yeah. not a lot i wasn't thinking about ton, that but i mean there is the, that luckily there was that because oh my god if this was a worldwide scavenger hunt i don't oh, think anyone yeah, I would have found it's any of over. them yeah,
1: I mean, it, uh, is, it really is an ARG because, I mean, if you think about ARGs, like, the, if you don't know, they're, they're alternate reality games. And this is an alternate reality that is incorporating real things from our world to tell yeah. a story in a different world. And I think that yeah. is so
0: cool. And I want more yeah. of this.
1: Yeah, but like and then you newer. can
0: actually get... Get like a gemstone and a, a funny little cask you can keep on your mantle. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I'd be worried about yes. being
1: cursed or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some cursed images. I like. I quick. It's a very short book if you want to read it. They have a PDF version of it on the the secret dot uh, website. I quickly mm. read it yesterday, and they actually also made sort of like these very Jim Henson esque like puppet sculptures that were supposed to represent the different races and they're they're kind of a cursed image if I'm being a little bit honest like they're all very <laughs> freaky looking like 80s Ooh. style Jim Henson stuff was. you know like think like, you like the dark send crystal that to me. yeah 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 totally 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 um yeah or go check out that brain boggle oh, maybe there'll be an image of that in there oh there's maybe there said, will be said cursed image I didn't include it mm. in my slideshow because I only saw it last night and at that point I was like ah, I'm not adding more to the slideshow there's already too much <laughs> But, maybe that'll be the meme this week.
1: Maybe we'll get back into making memes and that'll be it. And uh, I can make I, us really, puppets. We really
0: got to. We really got to because uh, we've been slacking on that. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, we've been so guys, slacking. I mean, as you guys maybe notice from how this episode leaded, led off, we've it's been hard to to, to, <laughs> to to get this podcast done recently. So doing yes. extra stuff has been even more difficult. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we ever did it once a week. I don't know how. That's uh, crazy yeah, I, to me. I think, you know, just we're basically wrapping the episode now now we're this is just gonna be a little loose rap sesh here now um, yeah. it, we used to all three of us used to work together at the same uh, uh, like studio uh, setup where we used to video edit stuff so basically what we would do is at the end of the workday mm. we would just basically like lock the studio and put a sign up being like <laughs> we're recording a podcast and just record while we were at work so I think that yeah it was super good. We literally be. we're like we're already here so like let's just record mm-hmm. this thing and then you know when the pandemic happened, we were all just home every day, so it was, yep, you know that's true. You know we were working from home, so it was easy enough to be like, we already got our laptops set up, and um, we well, we'll just plug in yep. our mics and start recording, you know. But now it's like you know, me and Bobby are you know, and Jack too. We're all physically working places again, which means we're commuting places, means you yep. know,
1: different times, that, different. Yeah,
0: eats into. Uh, the time you yeah. have to actually do research, because unfortunately, this is not the kind of podcast where we can just roll out of bed and be like, all right, boys, let's, let's mm. suit up and record. You know, you actually <laughs> got to do some work Yeah, leading into so, the episode, so, you know.
1: I mean, with all that said, like, you know, we do this for free, so if you can support us on Patreon, that'd be a big help. Um yes. Bogtober's coming the, up
0: soon. Yeah, Bogtober's coming up, too, which is super exciting. Also, That's we actually the best time had a new, a new patron sign up, I think, today. What? So, N-uh. shout out to... Yeah, hold on, let me look them up real quick so I can, you know, say thanks, although I don't think they're at the shout-out level, so I can't specifically say thanks, so maybe I won't do that. But you know who mm, you are. Not. Thank maybe you got for upgrade. Thank you for signing signing up for the $1 level. We really appreciate it. it uh, yeah, we do. Help. It helps keep the lights on here, because we actually pay money to do this, basically. So mm-hmm. um, so if you enjoy the I mean, our most show, precious
1: resource is time. And, exactly. And uh, we spent, you know, about almost three hours on this now. You know, Brent spent yeah. more with his research.
0: Yeah, I spent quite a bit of time agonizing and stressing because I was like, oh my god, this is not a Brent episode. This is a Jack episode. Why am I the one who decided to do this? Why? Why didn't I just pivot to something else? Eva, I'm so sorry if this wasn't what you hoped it would be. Um, it was still fun. Uh, it was a weird episode because it
1: was the first episode ever without Jack.
0: Yeah, also, yeah Hopefully so the last. Used to the, I know, hopefully the last. Although, you know... Yeah, you know, we've we've done a couple before without Jack, but usually, like, you know, my wife or someone will fill in, but, you know. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. We did do that. Yeah, we did. We did that one, uh, we, that one, uh, Last of Us the 2. The Last of part Us two episode. E- episode. But, yeah, so, you know, if you, if you enjoy this show, um, and you want to support us, you know, Patreon's a great way. Um, we also have merch if you want to go to the, mm-hmm. uh, brainbogglepodcast.com. We have links for all that shit there. Yep. I'm thinking about doing out. some new merch soon, so ooh, ooh, hell go yes. check I that guess, out. You know, new maybe new uh, October merch. I don't, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. Just I, like, just, just I, don't know. I, I don't know this. <laughs> I do, we don't know this. We don't know this. Mm? Um, but I do. Uh, it, um, if, if you want to reach out to us, if you want to tell me like how poor of a job I did on this episode, you can email us at brainboggle at gmail.com. Again, that's Brain okay, I'll do that right now. at gmail.com we also have you know the social meds we got at brain boggled for instagram at brain boggle pod for twitter if you want to reach out mm. follow us on those things maybe shoot us a dm we try to respond to everything uh because we love you guys and you, yeah, we you do fuel us the only reason we keep going is because of your mm-hmm. love and support so we appreciate it and um give us some five stars we don't if you can lose your love tonight, tonight. <laughs> Um, yeah, so give us some five it, stars people give some five stars it helps the podcast get seen which means more people can you know enjoy this con this hot and spicy content that we put out for you mm-hmm. guys every usually every two weeks this time every three weeks i guess <laughs> of, <you> know, <laughs> this one time this one time three weeks but th- this episode's getting a little long in the teeth um i think it's time for us our smogglers to wrap it up so uh yeah for sure thank you so much for listening we're sorry jack wasn't here he was missed but you know the pod must go on so (laughs) we found a way to talk for two hours so Maybe, maybe he'll be back for hope maybe, I don't want to say maybe hopefully he is definitely back <laughs> for the next episode and not sleeping or we figure out a better schedule so that we can I know. do this damn thing so I know. We'll, we'll figure it out for you guys uh, but we we didn't yes, want to make will. you guys wait an- we don't we didn't want to make you wait another week so uh, thank you so much for listening we've been your bees we love you mm, bye
1: we'll, we'll see you next time no, 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 no.